Hi, I'm Mark Hill, and this is the segment, The Podcast. I believe in human's potential, that the ultimate expression of oneself is achievable. And we all have that urge, that need to progress and become better. And I feel that the trail can help us do that. Whether it's overcoming fears, learning from mistakes, taking calculated trail risks, or building those long-lasting friendships. It's all progression. Join me as I speak with folks who are moving from the ordinary to the extraordinary, and let's catch them on their journey towards the KOM of their life. Welcome to the segment. Let's go. Hey, Senders, welcome back to another episode of the Segment Podcast. This is episode 65 with my special guest, Sunglass Rob from SportRx. For those of you who don't know who SportRx is, I highly recommend you take a look at SportRx.com and you will see a ton of different things for your eyes, whether you wear prescription lenses or not. They definitely have you covered, whether you like Spy Optic or Oakley or 100%, they have you covered, and they are highly, highly engaged in customer satisfaction. So before we get into the show, I do want to say thank you to the supporters of the segment podcast. Thank you so much to Tasco MTB for the apparel. Thank you to Afton Shoes for your amazing flats and clipless. Thank you to Goop Industries for never keeping us on the trail walking. Spyoptic.com is also a supporter of the Segment Podcast and Segment YouTube channel. Also, YT Industries. Special thank you to YT Industries. I just got the YT Decoy Core 3. Took it over to SpokeX for some aftermarket parts, and I'll be releasing a video on that soon. Also, Dionese Orange County for your protective gear. Thank you so much to Dionese. Better Bolts is also a supporter of the show. Thank you so much to Better Bolts. And folks, take a look at the description because I do have promo codes for these companies. If there is an active promo code, you will see it there. And lastly, just want to add one more promo code for our guests tonight. SportRx put a promo code up. If you do need glasses or prescription glasses or prescription sunglasses or inserts, prescription for your goggles. Use promo code the segment 15 for 15% off of your purchase. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, episode 65 with our special guest, Sunglass Rob. Bam, and we're here. Another awesome night. Joey Yates, Uncaged MTB. What is happening, my brother? What's up? It's been a good week. I've seen a, I've seen a lot of good uh, stuff out there in the mountain bike community today and yesterday yeah tell me what do you what have you been seeing because well, there's a, a lot of good stuff. You, I, i'm gonna mess the pronounce i'm gonna mess this one up but it's the arch <laughs> archipelago <laughs> i do the same thing yeah Ar- archipelago 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 that sounds good i like is that. that is that that is that it i know our guest tonight will be able to help us out with this one yeah, yeah, archipelago yeah. ride dude <laughs> so 2021 was canceled right due right. to the pandemic so a lot of those folks were grandfathered into uh, 2022 it was an awesome awesome ride it was yesterday it happened and there were boy i would say over 200 people at that ride yesterday just everybody having a great time all different skill levels which is so cool 
200 really, really muddy people yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) For the folks that are in Southern California (laughs) listening to this podcast, we had a not so Southern California day, but the dirt was epic. It was, it was muddy. It was fun. It was cool. It was misty. It was mysterious. It was a blast. Loved it. Loved it. And today there was an amazing ride, a kind of mental health awareness ride by our friend Adam Mock. What a turnout. What a turnout. Right? He had to have been blown away. I mean, I, I we knew it was going to be big, but that was that was good size. That was definitely good. He's created such an amazing flock. He deserves every bit of that, you know? He sure does. Yeah. He sure does. When I talked to him just before the ride, he was telling me, man, if I get two people to show up today, I'm, it's going to be a win. It's going to be amazing. Right. And for the folks that are in this area, the Willow Springs, was it Willow Spring staging area? Is that what he called it? He he Willow, said yes, yes. Yeah, he yeah. said that the parking lot at seven fifty had a line of cars all the way out, nice. and by eight oh one the parking lot was full and closed. Nice. So people had to park elsewhere and walk in, and the ride didn't even start until eight thirty. So man, that was pretty amazing. Adam Mock with some positive impact and mental health awareness out there today which was awesome. Man, I see people uh, filling in the seats out here. Joey, let's give us some shout outs, shall we? Let's give a, a shout out to Octodad. And and I don't know if you saw, but he won a nice prize the other day. What did Octodad? Mr. Marty Richards is joining yeah. us from the beautiful country of New Zealand. Yeah. And uh, what did, uh, Marty, what did you win? What did you win? Colorado Kids. He won. He, won he did? Joe. Yeah, the contest Joe was doing the other day. Oh, dang. Dad was the winner. Sick. Sick. Does yeah. Colorado Kid know how much it's going to cost to ship to Octodad? <laughs> Maybe we should throw all those stickers in there before he ship. Right. We need to put all of our stickers in there. <laughs> Congratulations, Marty. That is awesome. Thank you for being yeah. here. Always appreciate seeing you. We got a lot of people out here. We got Bureau Bikes out of Boise, Idaho, all out right. there. I see spokesman MTB is on also with a super chat. Jeez, Woo! Louise, 49 99 If it wasn't a guest for dinner at a friend's, I'll be on all night. Enjoy and ride hard. Spokesman, before you go to your friend's dinner, the guest and I were talking about where the money was going to go tonight. And we decided we we're going to go to a nonprofit organization called, guess what? We're going to do SDMBA. San Diego Mountain Bike Association, who just had this wonderful group ride yesterday. So a uh, special thank you to the guests tonight for donating all of these. So thank you, Spokesman MTB, and thank you to Sunglass Rob nice. for the donation into SDMBA, which is going to be awesome. Well, who else do we have on the line? <laughs> oh, you want some shorts in the jersey? Nice. Okay, we'll put some stickers in there. <laughs> thank you Colorado kid for, for shipping all of our stickers I see we've got MTB raging out here um MTB raging says um we've been waiting for you in Blair <laughs> forget forget MTB raging spelling he has been hitting a couple shots of screwball <laughs> so, it's uh it, we but we know what you're saying we know what you're saying my brother without Further ado, Debbie Kia. Oh, producer Debbie's on the phone. Let's go, folks. Okay, Deb, we're on it. We're on it. Here we go. We're getting into it. Um, for the folks that know our next guest, he goes by the name of Sunglass Rob. 
and he owns a place called Sports RX. And we're going to get more into that, but he's a fellow mountain biker. He enjoys the trails out here in Southern California with us. And um, it's going into the spring and soon to be summer. It's going to be really sunny. And I thought it was a great refresh to have, to have Rob on and just teach us about lenses, goggles, like we're all riding in different conditions and lighting. What's going to be best to help us highlight the trails? Picking a line at warp speed is always tough, but uh, if we have help, it's always really good. Bureau Bike says, put Mark in the box, too, so he can get a trip to New Zealand. Yes, yes. All right. Without further ado, let's bring on our special guest tonight. Let's bring on Sunglass Rob from Sport RX. Woo. Yes. Hey, everybody. How are What's you? Up? What's up, Rob? Good to see you, my bro. Very good to see you guys. It's Archipelago. There oh, we go. yes. There we go. <laughs> we were so off. <laughs> or or the Arch Ride, if you can't say Archipelago. Arch Ride. Arch Ride. Let's just get all the corrections. I'm not the owner of SportRx. I'm the vice president. And I do have some skin in the game, which is really nice. But there's a there's a there's a, a several owners. Oh, gotcha. The um, owner, yeah, yeah. the owners just are like, wait, get that, in case anyone's listening, <laughs> just get that straight. And it's Sport RX, not Sports RX. But I still love you, and thank there, you for having me here. There it is, Maddie. With the uh, help and on there's that. Maddie. She runs our social media. Sport RX represent. Hey, was Maddie at the tent yesterday? Did yes, I? Yes, Maddie was at the tent oh, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And Maddie was a nat, the national champion high jumper, in, I think 2019 collegiate level. Whoa. And wow. was training for the Olympics and had some injuries, unfortunately, like right at the end of training, right when the trials were starting. But um, but uh, she is with us. So that's kind of cool. Uh, yes. uh, silver lining. But um, she's a fellow athlete. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And she was really cool. We, we got to yeah. say hi to her at the tent yesterday. And she was busy, but she had a big smile on her face. Everybody was hanging around, getting to know more about Sport RX and uh, trying on the glasses that you guys had on the table, which was awesome. So shout out and to Jacob Matt. was there. Jacob did the ride, actually. Yes, I saw. We saw we talked to Jacob. He was all muddy, too, but he cleaned up pretty <laughs> yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. He does. He does. Jacob's uh, one, one of my favorite humans on Earth, actually. I love Jacob that guy. is extremely yeah. nice and actually gave his card to, to Joey here and uh, was going to help Joey get some prescription lenses yes. in his mountain bike gear. So nice. that is what we do. That awesome. is, that's going to be awesome. 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 Yeah. So Rob, let's go back and start with your love of mountain biking and how did it all start from there? And then leading up to the point where you're the vice president of this large organization? Um, I mean, I had a feeling you might ask this and I was thinking about it today. You know, when you're a kid just riding bikes around the neighborhood and that freedom, and I, uh, my mom might be watching this, I sent her the link, but I have a, a, a very caring and very loving and very, very, very over, overprotective mom. So when I was on my bike, I had a little bit of freedom and, um, I actually remember one time she let me ride with my friends to the movie theaters and uh, I was supposed to call her on the payphone. That's how old I am when I got there and tell her we made it safe. And I forgot to call her. And like 10, 15 minutes into the movie, I just hear my name being whispered around. <laughs> <laughs> Mom drove down. <laughs> Check. Um, but I, I uh, always loved bikes growing up. Always just liked riding bikes. There wasn't really any trails by my house. Um, 
when I was like 13, I was at a friend's house and they had trails by their house and an extra bike. And I just remember going out into the woods and I was like, this is amazing. I'm kind of a city boy. I grew up in LA in the San Fernando Valley. Um, and that kind of, kind of stopped riding bikes as soon as I turned 16. And then my buddy at work won, um, tickets on the radio to go up to snow summit. This Ooh. was like 2000, 2000, I think, or 2001. And we didn't ride mountain bikes really, but we got free tickets, free lift tickets. We drove up there, we got our bikes. And, uh, I just remember just crashing and crashing and crashing oh. Oh, and just, and I, we had no idea what we were doing. I remember getting in line and the, giving the, the lifty my bike. And I was like, hey, what's the beginner's way down? And he starts laughing. And I'm like, why are you laughing? And he's like, remember, this is like 2000. He's like, you're taking a mountain bike up to come down on to go up a ski lift and come down a mountain. And I was like, yeah. He's like, there's no beginner's way. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I think I must, if I crashed once, I crashed five, six times. We, we got to the end of the day and we, we were trying to find a different way down and we just kind of followed this guy. And I remember going OTB and waking up in a bush oh, and just geez. banged up and, and bruised. And we got down to the bottom of the mountain and I uh, uh, couldn't stop smiling. And six months, <laughs> I had saved up for six months and bought a giant Rainier, 2001 giant Rainier from Bicycle Warehouse in PB, which is actually like half a block from the SportRx office, which is kind of funny now that that's where it started. Wow. Um, and I started riding that here and there a little bit, mountain biking, got into it a little bit. Um, kind of, I got in a couple of bad crashes. I kind of got over it, kind of bikes went away. I've dealt with obesity my whole life. Um, bikes has really helped me get over that. But at, at one point in 2005, I weighed 380 pounds. Um, so I wasn't on any kind of bike somewhere around 2007, I decided to, I was already on a health kick. I'd already started losing some weight and I decided to ride, start riding my bike to work. And I put slicks on that old giant Rainier and turned it Ooh. into a commuter bike. And nice. I just started riding my bike to work. And then the commuting was kind of cool, but then I wanted to see if I can go farther than the office. And I did a 30 mile ride on that bike. Wow. And then, um, I think at that point, uh, I had lost a hundred pounds and as a gift, my mom Whoa. bought me a road bike. Cause I was kind of getting into this commuting thing and this road thing, the road bike thing, just for me exploded for 10 years. I spent my life on that road bike from 2007 to about 2017 doing centuries. And I climbed Haleakala and Mount Lemon and wow. um, Baldy and Palomar. I don't know how many times. And I, wow. I don't know how many centuries I've done Rode from Santa Barbara to San Diego. I did. Wow. Um, ride the Rockies in Denver and oh. just really just wanted to see how far I could go just because I came. So, you know, just it was a miracle to me to be able to just even be that active. And um, I used to have to tie my shoe before I put it on my foot because I was that big. Wow. Um, so it was just like a joy to me to be able to like be out there. And I, I, somewhere along the way, that mountain bike, I never got rid of it. It started looking shinier and funner to me. I had a I had a son and then I had a daughter and then you know that those 10 years is really when iPhones and smartphones blew up right, right. and the texting and the driving and the close calls and Oof. um I did ride the Rockies in 2017 which is just like a week long in the Rockies I think it was like 400 and 
20 miles, 35,000 feet of climbing. It was Good. just some ridiculous number. Grief. And on the last day, I got buzzed and I got really scared. And um, my bike got ruined on the on the shipment back home. The carbon, wow. they broke the carbon. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a second mountain bike instead of fixing this road bike. And pretty much since then, I've just dedicated to mountain biking. And um, luckily, somehow the stars align. My my wife's hard work and and finding this house that I'm sitting in now is on Black Mountain. What? Sun, Sun Devil Way is like a four minute bike ride from my house. So I just open up the garage and black mountain is there and oh you can gosh. love those trails or hate those trails and there's you know a lot a lot of people think differently of black mountain but for training grounds in your literally your backyard it's pretty nice so um, that is that is a I, sweet yeah. spot we were we were just there yesterday for the arch ride yep yep it actually the half arch started basically at my house i mean just a few blocks away from my house i don't know if i answered your question I think the mountain biker was in me the whole time and somehow the road bike and the fitness level took over and I forgot about mountain biking, but I kind of wish I didn't, but I kind of also live with no regrets and I'm happy where I'm at. But then I think how much better would I be if I was riding mountain bikes for 10 years uh, instead of road bikes? Uh, I also dabbled in velodrome racing a little bit and got seriously injured, actually almost died and uh, um, came back to life um, from a velodrome crash. Yeah, I have eight plates and 20 screws in my face. I went face first at 28 oh. miles an hour. Actually, my Oakley's prescription Oakley's from sportrx.com uh, saved my right eye. I have um, broken here, I'm broken here, I'm broken here, here, here. But my oh. eye orbital, I actually hit the deck like that. Got saved by a pair of prescription Oakley's. And I warrantied them. I wish I kept them. I, was, <laughs> I wasn't smart. Um, so but T- tell uh, yeah. me, uh, Again, I'm not sure if I answered your question. No, but. this is all great, but yeah, let's let's go back a little bit to that that weight loss. Adam Mock actually hi- highlights it right here. It says, "Nice work on the weight loss. That is awesome." When when you were writing, was it a progressive thing that you just kept building confidence off of, or was it like all of a sudden you you were realizing you were in way better shape? A month out or how did that whole progression um, go? it started to i kind of peaked in 2005 right when i finished my master's degree and um really was just not focusing on health at all just getting through my degree and i had five jobs in grad school and oh i mean i can give a million excuses and a lot of mental health issues and however you, we can get my we, we could three-way in my therapist <laughs> if you want. um but um I was in a pretty bad spot and we had a family friend who was a um, bariatric surgeon and um, he decided he donated some of his time and whatever insurance covered and I actually had um, lap band surgery in 2005. Okay. And that really helped me lose the first hundred pounds really quick. So within a matter of months, I went from 380 to 280 and that's kind of when I found the bike. Um, and uh i've fluctuated from 280 to 220 the last like 12 13 years back and forth i've gained and lost the same like 50 pounds i don't know how many times um but you know with a lot of work and it's kind of been my life struggle i've uh um getting healthier and cleaner and smarter about it and trying to eat my emotions less and uh whenever i get injured 
is usually when the weight gain comes, not only because I'm not exercising as much as I'm not on the bike and I'm injured, but the clarity you get on the bike, the stress release you get on the bike, the kind of, you kind of like fill up your basket with healthy chips and fun. And then yes. you just, so it's just kind of uh, a, a little bit, Preaching. that was a lot. I didn't know we were going to go there today. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's what's uh, beautiful about this. That that's... I'm pretty, I'm pretty transparent. So yeah. Um, for me, biking is a reward for working out. I'm just, I just had a really bad back injury and this is my new mental state is mountain biking is going to be a reward for being healthy and lifting weights and hitting the mat and doing a lot of yoga and PT. I, I think if, if I, what I was trying to do was ride my way into health and fitness. And I don't think you can't outride a bad diet and you, and you can't ride at 43 five days a week on black mountain without doing a lot of yoga and core and stretching. And I learned the very, very hard way with the, with a really bad back herniation about six weeks ago. Actually today was my first ride back after six weeks. Oh, wow. And, uh, and I missed the arch ride yesterday. I was what happened is I was overtraining uh, on the bike and um, got a really bad back herniation. Oh man, man. Uh, so back on the bike today, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm in a really good mood, not only because I get to talk to you guys, but uh, I got to ride today. So that was really fun. That is very cool. How did, how did you feel when you uh, got back on that bike and started to pedal? Was it a feeling of, of freedom or what came back to you? What was the first emotion? Uh, it was just really fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was just really stoked. And I, I, you know, I didn't want to do anything too hard. I mean, I wanted to. My wife didn't want me to do anything too hardcore right away. So there's a new um, jump line near my house that's kind PL24. of unsanctioned. And, uh, and uh, we, we met out over there at the park and just rode the, even with a, with a group, right, with all my buddies. Um, MTB Trail Review, Chris Wessels is one of my best friends and uh, rode out with our crew over there and just, and I didn't really do any jumps because I'm not supposed to be jumping yet. Just, but even just going up and down the jump line and uh, practicing that little skinny up top was just just fun to be out there with with the boys. And uh, uh, only rode for an hour. That's what the PT said I'm allowed to do right now. But just felt free. I, I was a little anxious. I actually just came off another injury where I broke my pinky. Um, and that one, I got on the bike and I just charged. Like you know, usually you think you're gonna have some fear and it's going to take some time to get your confidence. I, for some reason, I just got on and went after I fixed my pinky, but uh, the back, I was, was the worst pain in my life. And I just don't want to go back there again. Yeah. So just a little tentative, but I'll be back real soon. I, that, you know, that's smart. Stop. Sometimes you got to slow down just enough to speed back up, you know, and I think you're doing that really great. Um, couple shout outs that came out from the audience. I did want to highlight this air Blair, donating $4.99 to the cause tonight. So thank you, Mr. Air Blair, for that. Always, always appreciate that. Um, for the for the ride, uh, oh, Eric, riding dirty out of uh, Prescott, Arizona, says, yo, 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 what up? My G's made it to the chat. Welcome aboard. We got Arizona in the house, which is always awesome. And uh, we have Air Blair that said, talking about the slicks on the front. And going back to that when you were road biking and, um, got buzzed there in the, in the era of the apps and text messages. Joey, Uncaged MTB, I know you at one point were putting in miles too on the roads, yeah? Yes, I did that for about two years. And I found with the road, 
you know, an hour ride's real good at the beginning and then two hours and then three hours and you end up being gone way too long. And I had, uh, we had two or three deaths in the area around here where people had gotten hit on bikes and it was kind of a wake up call. I had a couple of close calls too. And then, um, I decided to grab the mountain bike again and went out for a five mile ride and thought I was going to die. Didn't have, <laughs> I, I was like, Wait, how come this doesn't transfer right over to the mountain biking? It's, it's, it's definitely anaerobic a versus aerobic. Yeah. 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 Tell us a, bit, a little bit about that. I mean, obviously we see these folks on the road bikes are extremely fit. The legs look like from Greek gods, but when you jump on the mountain bike, does that, does the strength at least transfer over, but just the skills are a little different. I mean, you asking me or Joey? Oh, both of you guys. Both. <laughs> I, I think, I mean, cardio fitness is cardio fitness. Leg strength is there. Definitely a complete different mindset and a complete different fear management system because on the road bike, almost always if you get hurt, it's not your fault. And on okay. the mountain bike, almost always if you do get hurt, it is your fault. I mean, there's always like you run into someone on a trail or a or a squirrel. Or, I mean, there's a possibility of it being someone else's fault. But on a road bike, it's generally like someone else's fault and that someone else might be driving a Tahoe. Oof. So um, and I hate the fact that I can't road bike and it hurts me that I can't. And there's some beauty in it. And there, there is some really cool things about it. And I, I love commuting. I think for me, even even when I was doing centuries that started and ended in the same place, to me, it's about getting somewhere on your own energy and your own leg power. Like one of my favorite things was like on a Sunday recovery ride, riding out, going and get a pastry and a coffee and riding back home and just doing it all on a bike and also bike commuting. I think I mean, I think of, as a country, if we can embrace bike commuting, it could solve a lot of problems, a lot, a lot of our problems, a lot of oil dependency and pollution. Mm -hmm. And the power of the bike, I think, is amazing. But our car culture just can't can't handle it. And um, yeah, I think there's a reason why roadies have the uh, stereotype of kind of being aggressive or aggro or angry. It's because you almost die every time you're doing something fun. You almost die. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, and the chance of death is higher i mean the chance of injury is higher for us but the chance of death is higher for them i don't i don't want to get into this whole roadie versus mountain bike yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah but i do think i do think the fitness helps a lot um and i do think you can get a lot of mountain bike fitness road biking especially some people don't live anywhere near trails so they can just jump out the front door and ride road rides and i think a lot of people don't live in dense cities areas that didn't have any good urban planning whatsoever um mm -hmm. so you know there's beautiful places to road bike but um for me right now with the two little kids and i want to be i want to answer the front door on my daughter's prom night mm -hmm. uh, possibly yeah. with the axe in my hand possibly <laughs> not <laughs> um, wiffle ball bat something yeah, yeah. yeah so um but I do think the technical skills and the fear management and the and the you know pumping skills that really doesn't apply much. Gotcha, gotcha. That's cool, man. That that you came over from road or mountain bike to road and yep. then back. I went to mountain, mountain bike road, mountain bike. That's that, very, that velodrome yeah, in the middle. That's somewhere. exactly what I did. I mountain bike road and then back to mountain bike. Yeah, yeah. 
That is really, really and cool. The convenience of just opening your garage, hopping on your bike and going for a 30, 50 mile ride is, is so nice. There's no commuting, you know, just you're ready to go. Yeah, I love it. I love it. We have uh, Burel Bike says, hey, uh, Rob, answer the door with a chain whip. <laughs> That's what ah, it's nice. Hot okay. Dad says, "Shotgun, shotgun." Yeah, noted, <laughs> noted. Yeah. Uh, oh man. But I mean, so, for me, mountain biking is just—I uh, don't even know. I mean, I'm—I'm—I I'm, talk for a living. I'm a poet, and I still can't really fully express the joy of mountain biking, especially to people that don't ride. To people that do ride, just you don't have to say anything. You just you know look at look at your look at the bike rack on the back of their car and you know yes. um uh it it's just everything to me it's just i'm not happy unless i'm riding and it just the joy it gives me and the clarity and the mental fitness and the mental well-being and how fun it, we were like 11 year old boys out there with the 11 year old kids out there riding these unbelievably high-end ridiculously cool bikes yes. out in the forest just hanging out like it's just, I don't know, it's the coolest thing. For it's, some reason, too, anytime I ride a wood feature, whether it be like a functional bridge or a skinny or or a, a drop or whatever it is, just the fact that somebody went out in the woods with with in the forest with tools and woods and built this thing for somebody to be on a bike for it, just I get this weird, amazing, like happy joy feeling anytime I ride over a piece of wood. My dad's also a carpenter, so maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. Sorry, this wasn't supposed to be my therapy session. No, it's good. This is I just awesome. Love, I just, anytime there's a wood feature anywhere, it just makes me really excited and happy. I know. I heard, I heard that in your voice when you talked about the skinny over by your house at that jump line. Yeah. And then uh, your social media person put out a, a picture of you for tonight's podcast of you at Sky Park on one of those wood yes. worms which was oh. a dope, dope picture. Um, but when it comes to mountain biking, road biking, the great thing about us as a mountain bike community that we get to glean from you is that you've had many different perspectives of the bike. And obviously we need our eyes when we're out there and we're out charging, whether it's under the trees, in the sun, out in the desert, at Sedona, on the road. And you've been able to take the knowledge of being a biker into the sunglass realm to help benefit mountain bikers and beyond, which I think is awesome. Um, for us going into the spring season, and this is a segment where I need to put on this hat right here. This hat came from your crew. Check this out. Oh, you got the you got the t-shirt too, man. You're just rocking the, rocking the shirt. I got the sport RX hat. Nice. Life nice. is good. I got yeah, I got my shirt. We gotta, we gotta get Joey a shirt and some glasses. Yeah. I, I, I did get a shirt yesterday, but uh, my wife left in the car and uh, <laughs> took it with her. I wasn't prepared tonight. <laughs> but as as far as um, bringing like the best we can to the trails, having fun and stoke, and and taking less things off our plate, like I can't see uh, what's the best line. Everything looks the same. What have you discovered to really help the mountain bike community out when it comes to riding under the trees in the desert, all the different conditions? I mean, I think there's not a um, overarching solution for anybody. Everybody rides and, you know, ride in different places. People have different light sensitivity. They have different needs that or, you know, and then just like in everything in life, it's a compromise. So what, what's more important to you? 
seeing, uh, having sun protection in the bright light or having the most contrast in the, under the canopy. Or, you know, when I go ride in Vermont, I bring different glasses than when I do when I go ride Sedona, because it's just, you know, very kind of different conditions. Um, I think kind of my purpose in life career-wise has been to help people see better, um, help people see better while doing what they love. And what, you know, it's, it's a business, of course, but for me, it goes a lot further than that. I've been selling glasses since I was 17. Wow. Um, yeah, I've been an a optician since 1999. I started Whoa. in high school selling glasses at, at Sunglass Hut since 1996. There's a reason why I'm sunglass Rob. And I always say, if you cut my arm off, I bleed sunglass tint. Like I'm made, <laughs> I'm made of eyewear. I don't think really, and, and Joey might know this a little bit more than you. I don't, I don't know if you wear a prescription or contacts or what, but there's a certain percentage of people out there that rely on eyewear to be able to see sometimes a little bit better, sometimes a lot better, or sometimes some people, depending on their prescription strength, can't live without their glasses. Like some people can't find their glasses without their glasses. That's kind of a scary world to be in, wow. right? Right. And there's some people that are in that condition where, where I would say, if you were going to get deserted, you're going to put on a deserted island for a year and you can bring one thing with you. Um, you know, you might pick a Swiss Army knife, but Joey mm -hmm. might pick his glasses because the Swiss Army knife does nothing for you if you can't see it and you can't Gosh. use it and you can't see um, predators coming or really anything so well, it, it is probably one of the most important medical devices ever created on top of that it's one of the most obvious fashion accessories ever created i mean people see it before they see your shiny shoes or your pinky ring or your gaudy jewelry i'm talking about myself or you know you, you can be wearing a hundred dollar suit or a ten thousand dollar custom suit but what are the people going to see first is what's literally on your face so helping people see better helping people be seen better it's also part of your personality, what eyewear you want. People are like, oh, I can't pull off glasses like that, which which I think everybody can pull off whatever they want. But um, it's kind of part of your identity. So it's such an important piece of equipment. It's such a, uh, it's like fashion, accessory, medical device. It's just so many things. And um, my hope, my goal is if, there's something that you love doing. Like for us, it's mountain biking. Like this is how I put it. Do you set an alarm on a weekend morning? Right. So you can go ride, right? Do you, my yeah. alarm on Sundays is 5 a.m. Yeah. Right. So because it takes me an hour to get out of the house, even though everything's already set up like a triathlon station. So I can get out as fast as I can, but it still takes <laughs> me an hour. But if you set an alarm on a weekend morning to do something that you love, fishing, hiking, mountain biking, whatever it is, you that's kind of what makes you tick it's part of your personality like if i met you if we were at a dinner party we would know we're mountain bikers real quick and start talking about that mm -hmm. golfers are the same way um paddleball players are the same uh, there's so <laughs> many people that there's a there's an ing there's a there's an activity that they do and that that's what makes them tick we make eyewear for you to see better while doing that thing it is all week long you're working hard towards why are you in the gym why you know what are you saving your money for what do you what YouTubes are you watching late at night? Like there's something that you have a passion for. SportRx's job is to help you see better while you have while doing that passion. Of course, we make regular eyeglasses, we make safety glasses, but really our what makes us different is 
if there's something that you're passionate about, if there's something that you have a section in your garage dedicated to, if there, if you have a, a different pair of shoes than your regular shoes that you need to do this thing that you love doing, we think, I think having a dedicated pair of eyewear for that thing is just as important as the shoes, if not more important. Like right. um, if you take somebody with a minus four prescription and they either can forget their eyeglasses, their riding glasses or their riding shoes, you might just ride in your sneakers so you can see what you're doing. So I think if we can help you mountain bike better, if we can help you love mountain biking more, if we can help you enjoy mountain biking more, then maybe we're helping your life be a little bit better. I might be stretching it, but I'm chief Kool-Aid pourer. So um, <laughs> I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, man. I definitely... It makes Vice sense. president of passion is kind of the, the running <laughs> joke. So uh, I take it very serious. I've literally dedicated my entire career to eyewear and sunglasses. And you know, I have a master's in finance, but I sell shades. Um, Bro, it, it makes sense. I mean, when you talk to somebody who's going down the trail, one of the first questions you ask if you've never been on there is what should I expect? What am I going to see? What lines are there? What do I have to watch out for? Everything is about the eyes and then the skill comes after because you want to be prepared. You want to make the correct choices. And you're, it's a good point, man. The eyewear really, really helps with that. Um, Melody. Oh, Melody is on. She says, quality of life depends on quality of vision. Yes. That's my sister. Who's an eye doctor? That <laughs> I is... think she drank some of my cool. <laughs> <laughs> and groomed his sister to be an eye doctor. See? There yeah, you go. So, um... I think you asked a question a long time ago. What did I learn? I, for me, uh, for eyewear, for what we do as our sport, contrast mm -hmm. is really, really, really important. Okay. Um, what I say is more pop and less stop. You're okay. not fishing. It's not that it's, there's no glare. You don't need polarized lenses. You don't need super dark lenses. You, you, you really want to be able to get a boost. You want to get a pop. You want to get an advantage. You want to be able to get better depth perception, see, be able to pump in and out of all the little things around. Um, so more contrast is the mo most important thing as far as like lens colors. Um, th there's lots of different uh, lenses out there. Uh, recently, we've invented a couple new mountain bike lenses uh, at SportRx that are photochromatic, which means they get lighter and darker depending on the sun conditions. Um, and... I've tested every mountain bike lens pretty much in the history of mountain bike lenses nice. and especially the ones that come in prescription and um, these new ones that we've invented <clears throat> that I had a large part in the recipe are just the best I've ever, the best I've ever tried. And I'm a huge fan of some of the other ones like Oakley Prism Trail and Trail Torch, but yeah, let's get into a little bit of that stuff. Is this um, what we're talking about? Yeah. Is this what yeah. that's the that's the frame. That's the Sporter okay. X Huxin, which um, okay. uh, we actually designed in house. We have a team. Uh, we got a guy Kevin who's in a uh, wears a lot of hats and really talented guy, and um, he was the main designer on that. And Tim, our sales manager, um, who's been in eyewear for almost as long as me, and then myself were kind of the team that came up with with our new Sporter X line. And um, that right now they're only available in prescription. We really designed them around being available in prescription. And when we ordered them from the factory, we didn't order non-prescription lenses because, you know, all the glasses we buy, we take out the lenses, throw them away or do something with them and then put in lenses. And we're like, that's just too much waste. 
um, you know, we most of the business we do is in prescription. So we um, designed them right now with non-prescription, but then you can get them uh, in prescription. You can customize them. This is that lens I was talking about. This one's called the Pedal Perfect. Pedal uh, this Perfect. one's its brother. This one's called Hero Dirt. Um, the only difference is the, the mirror, the hero dirt's funner and louder. It's got a rose gold mirror, okay. the, uh, um, pedal perfect's got a silver mirror. And basically it's a, it's like a vermilion kind of like, just think about like a 1980s bole kind of hot pink lens goggle. Okay. So that hot pink is there. And then it's got a photochromatic option, which means the more UV lights it's exposed to the darker it gets. And it, it, there's a little bit of gray that comes behind it. And usually I don't like gray for mountain biking, but the pink takes over really. The gray almost just makes it a darker pink. Okay. And then the mirror starts to really help take away some of the brightness. Um, wow. So uh, it, to me, it's just perfect because it's not good for night riding, but it's pretty much perfect for any other uh, Southern California kind of more exposed conditions. I know... Um, like we rode Santa Cruz and I mean, it's just so dark in that, that forest over there that, that you might need a different lens for, but um, this lens is just, it's also great for road riding. That's why we made the other one called pedal perfect. Cause it's the, the photochromatic. It's like, if it's overcast and rainy, like it was yesterday, it would work great. If it's a hundred degrees and you're riding the fire road on black mountain with the sun in your eyes, it's great. It changes for you. Um, it doesn't crazy. change automatically. Like if you automatically go in and out of canopy light, um, but it really, uh, changes and you just forget that you're wearing them, which is, you know, hopefully the point. Um, and then we designed these frames to be really lightweight, really impact resistant and look cool. Like they don't look so sporty, but they have grip on the nose, grip on the temple. They stay in place. I mean, I've done really hardcore black diamond, whatever rides in these and they don't move, they don't budge. So. Um, we have three models. We have a unisex one called the uh, Coda. And I know if anyone's listening later, you can't see this, but you can go to sportrx.com and use promo code, the segment 15 for 15% off. Sorry, I'm a salesman. No, that's off. great. Actually, uh, there were some buying questions on that. So sportrx.com, there were some folks who wanted to purchase. There was a guy who was asking about, um, where is it? There was a gentleman that was asking about, oh, here we go. Marty actually was asking, how much are the photochromatic hero dirt glasses is what Ooh, it was. That's a great question. There's so many different options on depending on what kind of like lens material you need based on your prescription, if you need digital surfacing or not. Um, the, those glasses, the Huxin, the Coda, the Aviva are in-house, our newer line that we just kind of launched. Those start at $99 with prescription polycarbonate lenses, UV protected, hard case, cleaning cloth, free shipping, warranty, everything. Um, really, I can't, it's just, there's no other uh, better value prop really that I've ever seen. That's what's the whole point of this line was to be able to like bring that happiness through vision to everybody at 90, starting at 99 bucks with prescription is pretty, pretty hard to do. Um, but when you start getting those fun photochromatics and coatings and stuff, it, it, it starts getting up there. I would think you're probably looking at, I should know this, but I don't, uh, probably it's starting around 250 bucks, I would guess, is about what they are with, with those bells and whistles, maybe a little less. And Marty, with the um, new promo code, was it the segment 15? Is that what The segment created? 15 is 15% off. Usually our house line is excluded from sales because it, it's already 99 bucks and 
Um, basically, those are just our way to get you get you to support our ex and approve to you who we are through this through these eyewear. And so you can call up and talk to Joyce, uh, who runs our phone team, and and to see how much we want to take care of people. Um, um, but uh, for you guys, we're letting the this discount work even on our own brand. So they would start at eighty five bucks, basically. That's fantastic. Yeah. Usually, That's usually the promo codes exclude ours, but not for not for the segment listeners and watchers out there. Awesome. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for that. Um, Octodad says, ask Rob if there will be MTB sunglasses that turn on and off like a welding helmet. So you can have a clear lens and shadow and darker lens in full sun. Almost sounds like the photochromatic like technology you're talking it's about. It's photochromatic, but what he's talking about is, and it's been invented before, and it's just never really done well commercially, and it kind of goes away. And um, Oakley even made some goggles where you just like touch something, and they get darker and lighter through what? like through technology, through electricity. Um, Uvex years ago had like the sensor, and if the, like the lights turned on, they would get darker, and if the lights turns off, they would get they would get clear. Mm -hmm. It never really, in practicality, past theory, has really gotten legs yet. I think the technology needs improvement. It needs to be more reliable. It needs to be lighter weight. Electronics and eyewear really still haven't really gone there. There's, you know, like the Bose headphone stuff now. Oakley's done music ones in the past. And, um, you know, Facebook has the Ray-Bans now. I think that world is going to continuously evolve and augmented reality is probably going to kick in somewhere and, and, and it'll probably meet somewhere. Um, but for now that technology exists, I just don't think it's good enough or affordable enough or um, has the commercial appeal yet to actually work. And I don't think there's a lot of other people besides mountain bikers that really need that as much where it's just like you're in canopy and then you boom, you get out of it and it's bright. You can't see anything or it's super bright. So your pupils got really small to be protective. And then you go into shadows and you can't see anything. Um, the photochromatic is nice, but it's not instant. So even I've been like um, at the top of a trailhead where it's really sunny. And I know when I pop in, when I drop in, it's going to get darker in there. And I'm wearing photochromatic lenses. I'll take them off and like put them in my shirt pocket or hide them so that because they need the sunlight to get darker. And I'm trying to like get them to get lighter really quick so that <laughs> they're not too dark when I get to that first section of trail. But probably not a lot of people think about it as much as I do. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure nobody thinks about lenses while they're mountain biking ever in the history of lenses as that's, much as I do. That's really cool. We need a guy like you in the position you're in uh, to think about it for the, for the rest of us. Trail Monster here with a $5 donation to the show going to um, nice. Simba. Also says going to be ordering Flax Trail Torch. I ride in that Tucson, and Phoenix mainly. Uh, Phoenix mainly. Seen Rob's video on them. Yeah, what do you think about that uh, Flax Trail Torch for so, Trail Monster? Um, the I think he's talking about the Oakley Flax 2.0 XL, which is our best selling frame at Sport RX, and I think usually Oakley's number one or two seller. So it's a phenomenal pair of glasses for prescription wearers. And um, that, that trail uh, lens for your conditions is really, really good. The trail torch is the right choice, not the regular trail. The regular trail is really like orangey and really brightens up the trail. It's almost a little much. It almost feels fake or weird. It takes, mm. it's like, it's intense. Trail torch has kind of calmed it down a little bit, especially for um, brighter areas. So I think you're going to do really really well with that setup and use uh the segment 15 if you haven't ordered them yet that's that's a pretty good discount 
There you go, Trail Monsters. The segment 15. And we'll thanks take for off. the five bucks going to go into our local trail advocacy group. Hi, yes. Susie. That's right, Susie Murphy. Um, this gentleman just chimed in, and this is one of the main reasons why I actually learned about Sport RX. Was uh, we see Tony De Silva, the outsider, is in oh. the audience right here. What's up, Tony? I love Tony. Tony is such a good heart, such a good person. Love, uh, love that yeah. guy. Well, I saw him bobbing down the trails with the Sport RX sticker on his handlebar, and then he was wearing—I don't know if it was your sport rx glasses but i always see him in those and i never really he's got the hero dirt he's got the hero dirt in the coda golly yeah is that what maddie specifically because i made sure that's what he does (laughs) Um, but i do think it's a phenomenal lens and and i think tony's uh story is really like what makes me tick and keeps me going and keeps me excited to be in this industry and i've been at sport rx for 15 years and these days not a lot of people work at a company for that long um and it's because I was I love his videos, I'm watching his videos, and I'm noticing in the intro he's wearing prescription gla- eyeglasses, mm-hmm. and then I'm noticing when he's riding he's not, and I I contacted him and I was like, dude, what's up? Like, are you wearing contacts? Like, what? Are you taking them off? Like, I, he's like, no, I don't. I don't. I need him to drive, but I don't need him to ride. Or he didn't think that he needed him to ride, or he <laughs> did know that he needed him to ride, and he didn't use them. And you know, this is this is what it gets me is because I'll be riding Black Mountain right here, and there'll be like a dude on a on a brand new Santa Cruz, so you know it's not the money. And he's wearing like his regular eyeglasses that look like Joey's, which I like. They're good glasses. They look good on you, Joey. But they're not. They're not. They're not made for mountain biking. And I'm These like, are horrible. Dude, you're not wearing a ski helmet and you're not wearing ballet shoes. Like, why are you wearing dress eyeglasses <laughs> while mountain biking? And it's it's because people don't know. People don't know how much better it could be. People don't know that this product exists. People don't know that this product is easy, accessible. People don't know that we have a whole team of opticians that know what lenses and what frames and what features and what functions you need for your specific sport for your specific conditions for where you live like if you just call up and go hey i'm a mountain biker and i live in phoenix somebody's gonna help you find the flak 2.0 xl with prism trail or something that'll work um for you in your specific area so for us it's like education and Mm -hmm. tony uh, after talking to him he wasn't wearing his prescription and I was like, not anymore, not under my watch. Like nice. we're, you're, you're, you're getting some glasses. And um, I think he now can't ride with, I think the first couple of rides, it was a little bit weird and maybe he didn't quite realize how fast he wasn't going or was going. And his prescription is strong enough that it's probably not smart driving without eyeglasses. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if I, I wouldn't get in Tony's car and let him drive <laughs> if he wasn't wearing his eyeglasses but then i'm like you're going down a rock slab but and that's the time not to see the best of your life and then, and then also like the appreciation station like dude how about seeing it so um and i actually owe tony a phone call so we'll have to get in touch with tony here soon um, we love we love you tony he's our meatball yeah, sandwich over there dude dude yeah tony salami over there that's right <laughs> it's a spicy meatball it's a spicy i think that's the last meatball. that's the last accent we're still allowed to do we probably shouldn't be doing it but right somehow right. that one's still yeah. allowed to do yeah um, yeah i'm just starting out that, guys that don't get me canceled of, already <laughs> i think that's why tony is such a perfect ambassador for us because he's like 
understand he he could see the difference that SportRx could make in the quality of his life, and that's why I'm alive. Really, it's just getting people to see better and getting people to see that seeing better is really good and important and that it doesn't have to be super expensive. And, you know, it's not that complicated. We can make it work. We know you're Italian. <laughs> Tony. We, yeah. it <laughs> we know, Tony, we know. We know. What's Gotta the matter look. for you? huh? <laughs> <laughs> and what a great ambassador you have with the outsider. I mean, his reach and he's got the Patreon, he's got the monthly group rides, the videos, He's just the guy everybody wants to hang out with and loves. I mean, he's got a huge following. Air Blair says here, every time I ride with Tony, he's always talking about the game-changing Sport RX. Whoa, oh, look at that. That, damn. that is, that is, <laughs> Tony just Air says, Gabagoo. <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe time is going so fast, but I do want to just, get into this part because as we're going into the spring just let's go with southern california for now yeah and then we can maybe expand this conversation but for the folks that are mountain bike riders that wear helmets um some people love goggles some people love sunglasses but with your knowledge what would you recommend with a full face or a half shell and also um what lenses like i know the arms can be different with deep hooks that's really tough when you have a full face yeah. on uh so kind of what would you start with on that i mean i think general mountain bike rules are full face goggles uh half shell glasses but i think whatever floats your boat whatever works for you i think that's one of the beautiful things about mountain biking is there's a lot less stigma and people don't care as long as it works for you it works for you I personally wear a full face more and more and more and got a lighter weight one and I have a I once broke my jaw. So um, being I should probably only wear that helmet, to be honest. Um, and I think aesthetically, some people don't like the real sporty kind of like cross, cross country kind of super wraparounds in a full face. If we're going pure style and aesthetic, I like kind of the... Um, more six base, which six base is the amount of curvature. They they kind of more look like your everyday lifestyle glasses, mm -hmm. that kind of like the Huxons are, but mm -hmm. they have a lot of sports characteristics in them. I think aesthetically a, a full face with a six base kind of looks better. Um, but goggles and a half shell work. I think I think everything works. I think here in Southern California, most of the time, sunglasses is plenty goggles if it's a really dusty day i mean there you know if you're going to a summit it totally makes a lot of sense um uh, or uh snow valley for sure um mm -hmm. makes makes a lot of sense um but kind of some if you want to kind of some basic mountain bike 101 kind mm -hmm. of like advice yeah um, you don't want to wear metal frames okay um, metal frames can cause a lot of injury in a crash i've actually uh, heard of the temple breaking off and getting stuck in somebody's skin. Oh, um, so you definitely oof. want, and you don't also want acetate frames and that's a material like your Ray-Ban Wayfarers would have, which are, you know, the best selling sunglasses in the history of time and, and beautiful, mm -hmm. but they're kind of heavier and they have like a wire core in them. You want something kind of considered like a nylon frame or a TR90 frame, or like the Oakley calls it O-Matter, kind of like this flexible kind of sport mm -hmm. material stays on your face better doesn't doesn't um isn't affected by heat as much so it doesn't 
uh, change the way that it fits. You want some grip on the nose or on the temples or both, hopefully. Okay. You want enough coverage where the dust and the wind is being blocked. Some people want a full, what would be considered like an eight base full wraparound. Some people like a little bit less, which is like the six base kind of more uh, lifestyle looking mm. pair. A lot of companies now are making ones that kind of look more like everyday shades that you would wear just hanging out, but work a lot like full on sport glasses, like, like these Huxons and Kodas do. Um, and then for lenses, you don't want glass lenses for mountain biking. Glass lenses for driving, awesome. Glass lenses for being on a boat, awesome. Much harder to scratch, but they're heavy um, and they're not nearly as impact resistant. And if they do shatter, uh, that could be a really, really bad day, right? Like a really bad day. Really um, bad. So yeah. better to scratch your glasses than to destroy your eye. So, uh, and then, like I said before, too dark of a i'd always go with a lens that's too light than too dark it's better to see really clearly in the shadows bombing down a hill mm -hmm. that's the better alternative than than squint you know squinting uphill in the direct sun while you're climbing not as a little un, unenjoyable maybe uncomfortable but not really as dangerous mm -hmm. right so mm -hmm. um mount, true mountain bike lenses are usually going to have like a rose base or a amber base or a brown base Interesting. Uh, be, be photochromatic or have some kind of contrast enhancing properties like prism trail does um so that's kind of the the, the thought process so lightweight good coverage grip rubber grip um glasses that have kind of a i don't really have any here because these are all more mountain bike glasses but you see how these are kind of more a little bit closer to a straight hook some right. eyeglasses have like a real deep hook behind your ear, which is great for everyday eyeglasses. But yeah. once your full face is the on, helmet. trying yeah. to get those in is impossible. Right. Even sometimes with the half shell helmet, um, that could be a problem. So um, just a few things to think about there is is straight back or semi-bent temples is better. Adjustable temples is great as well. Rudy wow. Project uh, makes a lot of adjustable um temples and adjustable nose pieces so um and then the polarized question comes up a lot yeah i get that technical so i love polarized lenses i wear polarized lenses a lot but not on the bike not on the mountain bike i did on the road bike so polarization what that does technically is it filters out glare the way it filters out glare is by cutting out the horizontal wavelength so when sunlight comes down from the sun it comes in a vertical wavelength when it bounces off anything flat or shiny, like water, like snow, like chrome, it comes back vertically and horizontally. That vibration is that bright glare. You know, like you're you're driving and the sun hits the car bumper in front of you and it's just like intense. You can't handle it. Yeah. Polarization filters out that glare. But gotcha. They're good for fishing, doing, probably too. Huh? Great for fishing, necessary for fishing, gotta have for fishing. Driving in Southern California, awesome. Um, but mountain biking, there's not a lot of glare per se. There's not a lot of light bouncing off stuff. Even in Sedona, where it's super bright and exposed, there's not a lot of glare per se. So uh, mountain bike lenses, uh, polarized lenses are usually darker, not something great for mountain biking we already mm -hmm. talked about. Mm -hmm. And polarization for some people can also affect depth perception. Depends oh, on the geez. quality of the polarization, depends on the person, how sensitive they are to it, but it can for some people affect depth perception and it's more expensive. So right. it's more expensive. It's that you're getting dedicated mountain bike glasses um, and polarization is great, but not not for everything, in my opinion, not not great for mountain biking. And also when you tilt your head side to side, 
it changes the way the light comes in. So if you're in a really technical section and you're jarring around a little bit and you're, a lot of movement is happening, it can affect the way the light's coming in. And that's usually the exact wrong time to have something move or change or that rock was bigger than it was or it wasn't. So wow. um, I think if you're investing in, and I think you should, and uh, investing in dedicated mountain bike eyewear can probably skip the, the polarization. Um, Got it. When we're talking about eyewear as well, so we're, we're covering, uh, we, what we covered there was just goggles, lens types and colors, as well as uh, lifestyle looking lenses. But let's talk a little bit about the people, which is probably a majority if we had to take a poll, who have prescription eyewear and they have no idea where to go. I've had a few people because I'm supported by um, Spy Optic mm -hmm. and they, they, get, they send me some goggles and things like that. I've had people ask about the foundation goggles, but they need prescription. How would people even go about getting prescription inserts or, or. Yeah. So uh, we make these prescription inserts that fit okay. inside goggles okay. and um, they fit like here's a Smith, uh, Smith squad goggle and it just fits right inside like that. When Whoa. it's a clear lens, it's a lot more obvious. When sure. it's a tinted lens, you don't see it. Yeah. Um, so that's it, prescription right there. That insert. That's that you my prescription in. in there, and I wore that insert um, wow. at uh, on Flow Trail in <laughs> in uh, Santa Cruz because that's a Ooh. great place to need goggles, and that's actually where we did half shell with goggles. So uh, I, I like that look too. Um, this is a lot better than wearing your glasses inside of goggles, which really doesn't work and is dangerous and can destroy your glasses. And um, a lot of people have even people that are comfortable with contacts off the bike on the bike with mm -hmm. the dust and the hours that were out there and the debris and the speed contacts can bother some people. Um, and then some people just don't see that well. So this is the best alternative that technology so far has brought us for mountain bike and ski. We do these for ski and snowboard goggles. So we have these inserts and um, we design these in-house. Uh, Tim, actually, I was talking about earlier on our mm -hmm. sales and, and, um, design team designs these inserts in-house and we produce them and we make them um, i think we have like 14 different ones depending on Whoa. what goggle you have because not all oh. goggles are the same we don't believe right. really in universal at sport rx and wow. then also if you have this same goggle but your prescription is twice as strong as mine we make a special insert depending on the prescription strength too wow um, we gotta wow. get people seeing man we gotta right. we gotta see so how would how would somebody go about do they just go oh, on oh yeah sportrx.com okay um pretty much any answer or anything you'll have in there we have a extensive um content section we you know we have a pretty big youtube uh, channel as well that answers a lot of questions um the other really cool thing about our company that i love is we're really customer centric we if you if you uh, can believe it. We have a five-star Yelp rating uh, as nice. an e-commerce company, which wow. is almost unheard of. Wow. Um, I think we're 4.8 on Google. Our our whole goal, our whole thing is no one's allowed to be upset. No customer's ever allowed to be upset. Like we kind of um, have the philosophy that no needs approval. Like if you have to say no to a customer, you need to ask your boss. Yes is automatic. Um, we just really do whatever we can. We put the human element in it. So you can call us. We have real people that pick up the phone that are like, that are opticians and might be mountain bikers. Like Jacob, hey. will, mm -hmm. Jacob that that did the ride yesterday. He yeah. he's on our chat. 
Like if you go chat on like a Sunday, you're going to talk to Jacob who did the arch ride. That's so um, dope. We have fishermen. We have uh, shoot. We have some ladies that are really into shooting. We have uh, um, disc golfers. We have people, a lot of passionate people that are golf, regular golfers. Um, we have a paddle ball court in our office now. So we're all kind of into <laughs> paddle ball. Uh, That's awesome. Um, so you can call us, you can live chat with us, you can email us, you could search for it on our YouTube channel. We probably have the answer or in our blogs. Um, would you just want to help? You can email us info at sportrx.com and we, we do our best to help everybody as quickly and efficiently as possible. That's very cool. And if you wanted to get just prescription sunglasses, just same way, contact SportRx or go to yeah, go on the web, go on the website, shop around. If you need help, live chat. If you got it on your own, let us know. The other really cool thing is if you think you got it on your own and you place an order, when we get the order, we look at a licensed optician, certified ABO licensed optician, looks at every single order and goes, wow. hmm. Mark just sent me this order. This is his prescription. This is his PD. He lives here. He's a mountain biker. Okay, I this is cool. I think this will work really well. Or he'll be like, ooh, his prescription's a little outside the range for this one. Or uh, he ordered a lens. Is a fisherman in Florida, and he ordered a non-polarized lens. We're like, we call them. We pick up the phone. We email them. We call them, and we go, hey, let's talk about your order. And a wow. lot of times, it, it's wow. like they ordered something they didn't need. And we'll take it off for them. And they're like, but now it's less money. We're like, yeah, but you're going to like it more and you're probably not going to return it. So it saves us money, really. Um, yeah. Or right. it's That's an upgrade so cool. that we really think is going to make a difference. And we, we we let you know why. But a real human being looks at every single order, even if it's middle of the night, the next Gosh. day, somebody That's gets crazy. in early in the morning and, and checks out every order. I mean, this is a medical product. I have a medical license. Like we take that part really seriously. So um that is very very cool that you guys do that trail monster actually pulled the trigger he says thank you for the code i used it ordering the flak 2.0 xl trail torch arriving friday looking forward to wearing them congratulations brother you got some uh you got some flak 2.0s so that right there that he purchased what do you say on on his trails out there in arizona that's, that's i mean i think you're you can't do it better, really. Flag two, Oakley Flag 2.0 XL with Prism Trip. I mean, that's winner, winner. That's nice. it. That's a that's a great option. We, that one, we sell a lot of those. That's that's a really really good way to go. That's hard great. hard hard to beat. That's hard to beat. That is very. And cool. if you don't love them, you can let us know and we'll take care of it. I didn't mean for this whole thing to become a sales pitch by any means. But, no, this is um, all educational for us to to really learn how these things work. Cause I think a lot of us, we go, that looks cool and it's going to protect my eyes. And then we go, but to, to know, I mean, for me, the photochromatic thing is new learning about the lighter lens. You know, it sounded like less gray color. If I'm going to pick a, a glass for the trail, I mean, mm -hmm. a, you know, some eyewear for the trail, less uh, grays and more things that would be contrast is what I hear you say. Yeah. So, something non cause gray is a neutral color. So something non-neutral, amber rose brown even I, i'm a huge rose fan i would just you know rose lenses make the world a little nicer too but uh, i love rose lenses the contrast and that prism trail torch is a rose lens so nice uh, now i see the owner choice. i see the owner of of tasco mtv sporting some sport rx glasses he's got these Nate, dope yeah. glasses that are like it's got the huxons is that what he's got in, in his prescription with the with with the hero dirt lens 
dude that... and Nate, i love i love nate and i love his story and i love that he's after chasing his dream and he's making it happen and started out at the house and watching it grow and i was out to dinner yesterday in san marcos and I was going up to the parking lot and somebody was coming down and he had a Tasco t-shirt. I was like, Tasco. Uh, <laughs> I just, yes. I just love that whole story. It's somebody out there chasing their dreams and making it happen. And I, I feel like, um, you know, I have an entrepreneurial uh, attitude and I do have some skin in the game at SportRx, but I, I wasn't the founder. I've just been there the longest at this point. Um, but I do feel like, somebody i feel like in that same league of nates hopefully or i want to be where it's you're passionate about what you do you do it because you love it you do it because you're trying to help the community it's a community that you're a part of there's not a lot of people that get to wake up and do that for work and i feel a little bit kindred spirits with with nate like that um uh that that he's just out there chasing it and making it happen and making mountain biking part of his work and for me at Sport RX, we were the biggest sponsor for the Arch Ride yesterday. And we won sponsor of the year for Stimba. And um, to be able to like bridge philanthropy and business and eyewear and mountain biking. And I'm sitting mm-hmm. here in the middle of all of that going, that's, you know, that's like, that's a big smile. That's a lot of stoke. That's like a pre- pretty rad thing to, 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 to kind of be in the middle of and help make happen. And um, just that's pretty cool. I- I love it. Yeah. I mean, and just the vibe to see it, to see it on there, see Sport RX and to talk to the crew, um, Maddie and everybody that was, was there working. It was just like, they were so, so nice. And we have so many amazing people that work at Sport RX. I mean, it's just a big family. There's a lot of love. We're always trying to do right by people. And it's interesting because the more right you do by your team, the more you realize you need to do. It's almost like, um, the smartest people know how smart they aren't because they know how much information is out there. And it's like, if you're trying to do, take care of your people, you, every step you take, you see how much bigger it could be. So, <laughs> yeah. um, our, our goal is to continue to take care of all the sport directors in bigger ways and deeper ways and more significant ways. And sometimes we come up short and sometimes we don't, but we're, we're continuously working on making it a better place to work. And, um, I think we have a long way to go. I think we've come a long way, but we can always do better but that's also what kind of gets me excited is getting the it's like how can we make people's lives better through mm-hmm. eyewear and then through through sport rx through eyewear and through sport rx if you come join the team can we can your life be better because you work here i hope mm-hmm. so I, I want it to be that's what that's what we're that's the goal yeah i mean that's a great testimony too to have people out there talking about it i know when just for eyewear, when Joey was able to see the sunset for the first time with the color corrective type of lenses yeah. that he had on. And when he texted me like, bro, is this what the sunset looks like all the time? <laughs> it was just so like, it was beautiful that, you know, you hear that from your buddy. You're like, oh man, now I can't get those glasses back, man. <laughs> nope. Don't worry, Joey. Actually, uh, the, the Hero Dirt lens might do something similar because it's... Okay. It's got that rose pigment to it. I don't think it'll hurt. I think it'll. I think it'll help. Um, nice. Yeah. I wanted to mention one more thing. I'm proud of yes. just because we were talking about it. Sportrex is one best places to work by Outside Magazine eight times. Damn. Damn. And I also hear this is inside information that I got from the booth yesterday. But apparently, if you wouldn't mind talking a few minutes about an award 
that you have created or ceremony in the eyeglass oh, industry. Rexies. Yes, what oh, is man. this? And that's the how Rexies cool is that? Is, uh, just such the coolest thing. Um, it's the Oscars of the optical industry. So oh. this happened, we, we just had our fourth one. So I don't know when it started, 2018. Um, basically, we wanted a way to thank all the brands that we work with on the amazing eyewear they make. And the brands are always taking us out to dinner and doing something cool for us and whining and dining us. And we also at SportRx kind of feel like sometimes we're the glue between all the brands and kind of bring people together and, you know, they're competitors, right? So they don't, they're not always in the same room hanging out together. The owners of this brand and that brand and the <laughs> right. president of Oakley versus Oakley Spy. Of, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So um, we invited everybody. It was a black tie event. The first year it was kind of like, is this happening? You're like, can we do this? Like, what's, can we do? So we basically no had an award <laughs> show. I, I got to be the host the first year wow. um, and the MC and, uh, uh, it was like, you know, and the winner is, and the winner is, and the winner wow. is, and best ski goggles, best mountain biking glasses, best fishing glasses. And like, you know, the, the, the president of North America, Luxottica came and the owner of map of, uh, Wiley X came, the owners of oh. Wiley X come and, and people took the awards really seriously. And we, wow. we took the, the, the process of winning the award very seriously, but we had a lot of fun doing it. And you got a flask when you walked in full of booze. And oh, so man. that was the first year. I gotta get invited year, to this place. <laughs> yeah, second year was 2019 and we went even bigger and way brighter. And I actually wrote, I used to do slam poetry um, way back in the day, like spoken oh. word and oh, you that really kind are. of stuff. Oh. And, and, the, and the, no one in the industry or almost nobody at the office knew about this like old skill that I had. And I wrote this three minute poem about basically what I've been talking about, how important eyewear is and how I've made it my mission to help you have better vision. And I'm an optician and it goes on and on <laughs> like that. And uh, I performed it in front of like the top 150 people in the optical industry and my wife and um, my boss and all our, like it was just like one of the highlights of my life. Um, and then we have a red carpet, like full on black tie award show. Dang. Then it had to go. Then we did one of those live award shows in 2020. And then we did a um, last year. We actually just made a video um, kind of like a Saturday night live version of the Rex season. It was hilarious and funny. <laughs> um, it changes every year and it, it had to because of COVID. And then this year. Uh, we're going to have some tricks up our sleeves. We're going to make it interesting. And it's kind of a way for us to, f to um, use our audio skills and visual skills and content creation skills and party throwing skills. And we kind of test ourselves with the Rexies. And then we're like, okay, if we pulled that off now, what can we do? So it's always wow. kind of, we always want it to be a stretch. And it, it's actually the first year I remember giving kind of a pep talk. I was like, we are going full scent. This night is only going to work <laughs> if you are just go for it. Like either do it or don't do it. And we've already chosen doing it. You know, you always crash when you get to the feature and then decide at the last second not to do it. And That's then, so like, true. Like you're usually, if you're going for it, you usually make it. It's usually the slow crashes that really kill you. So yes. it's kind of a full send night. It's that adrenaline. It's a double black diamond riding up blind. At least we're wearing our, the right prescription glasses, Tony, if you're still there. Um, <laughs> but it's, I'm it's still driving a, there. Where is it? It's a big <laughs> night and a big deal. And I've been really lucky to be uh, 
uh, hosting it before and hopefully again. And yeah, it's, it's a really cool thing. Uh, Dan, Dan, our president and CEO is that's his baby. And, uh, we try and nurture that baby as much as we can. That sounds like an awesome, awesome night. Dang. That yeah. sounds fun. When is the, when's the Rexy's coming this year? Yeah, October. Okay. <laughs> somewhere around the third quarter, fourth quarter. Uh, yeah. Somewhere, <laughs> somewhere we're, when you know, you'll know. Um, yes, we definitely. actually built an event center at the office, uh, which now got turned into an indoor pickleball court. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have a lot it. of fun. We have a full kitchen and four <laughs> kegs now, I think. Oh. We're building a speakeasy. Um, what? Yeah. So yeah. Fun. yeah. We, we have fun. Yeah. You got to, when you meet Dan, uh, our president CEO, who's also one of my mentor and teacher and used to be my neighbor and one of the best humans, um, you'll get to see kind of like how this all, how, how the sport RX-ness kind of works. So that's, uh, that's really, awesome. Really, really, we, we're, we, you're allowed to have fun at work. Work is that's, allowed to be fun. That and when that cool. happens, usually you get more work done. Yeah. Um, hopefully. Could you imagine going into Sport RX and getting into the speakeasy? Like, Joey, this is where all the hero dirt lenses are. Come on, let's go. <laughs> oh, man. Rob, thank you so much for being on the show tonight and teaching us about lenses and glasses and the technology. Your story of riding mountain biking. And we love the fact that you're contributing what you've learned into helping us all see better out on the trails. And I just really want to say thank you for all you do. This has been incredible to get a chance to talk to you. I've been a fan of you for a long time. Uh, it started by seeing it from Tony, the outsider. And then I watch all the YouTubes and I'm just like, dude, this guy really knows his stuff. So thank you so I, much for dropping some wisdom. I appreciate wisdom. that. Uh, and I think you do a great job. I've been listening to the podcast a bunch recently and, and uh, just got a cool, smooth way about you and, and uh, very genuine. And um, I don't think you come across genuine. I think you are genuine oh. and that's obvious. Um, Thanks, you can't, Rob. I don't, you, you can tell when someone's not. So uh, I can tell that you mean it and uh, it's really cool to get to know you. And I'm really, really thankful for being here and, um, just stoked that people want to hear my story and hear Heck about yeah. eyewear. Um, and, uh, yeah, really, really thank you so much for letting me be here. And Joey, thank you so much for your help. And, uh, yes. Joey, we got to get you some glasses. You yes. Down to the office. I can't wait uh, to get down there. We'll, yeah. we'll take care of you. We'll take care of you for sure. And, uh, yeah, anyone needs glasses, the segment, uh, 15 is 15% off. And, uh, the, even the sport X line is included. So, um, that's, yeah, we'll get, that's we'll get you seeing better on the trail. See better, be better. See better, be better. Also, too, let them know where they want, where they can go follow Sport RX and what social media platforms can they can they follow? Yeah, the we're journey. on Instagram for sure. We're on Facebook. We're on TikTok. Um, our YouTube channel is kind of I don't know if that's still considered social media or not, but we do a lot on YouTube, a lot of tutorials, and like if you're a glasses person, if you're a glasses nerd, or if you're interested in glasses and like uh, I follow glasses, like some people follow sports. So if you're into that, um, come come check out the SporterX YouTube channel. We have the biggest eyewear YouTube channel on YouTube. So that's pretty cool. That's very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Sunglass Rob. Thank you, brother, for being on. Thank you. Later. Thank Yoo! you.
Thank you so much, folks, for joining me on this episode. We are on episode 65. Really great information there from Sunglass Rob and the folks there at Sport RX truly doing amazing things for our vision. I didn't realize, and now I do, that maybe eyewear should be one of the best things you should consider when you're out there on the trails. However, if you can't see the trails and you want to know where the lines are, you definitely need to be able to eye those things. So if you need anything for this spring, summer, please use promo code the segment 15 Again, that's promo code the segment 15 It's not an affiliate link. It truly is just a prom promo code for you all to take 15% off of anything there at SportRx. Hope you guys found this episode valuable. Hope you are all doing well and sending it safely. As always, folks, be passionate at whatever it is that you do. Work hard at it. Set those goals because in the end, all that hard work will always pay off. Look forward to seeing you out on the trails or hearing you on the next episode.